Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Let's say you're coming up in the world and you've finally been able to afford some help around the house. So you hire this maid, you know, um, she comes highly recommended. Or you saw her in the paper, I can't remember. And you're like, hey, uh, around 2 o'clock, the sun's really going to be coming through this window, so I need you to draw the curtains so the furniture doesn't get faded. And you come home from work, and the curtains are wide open, and all your furniture's faded, and there's a drawing of your curtains sitting on an easel in the parlor, but... From the kitchen, you smell a delicious lemon meringue pie baking. What do you do? This is Same Day Shipping, the show where we geek out about real love and fake relationships. My name is Patrick. I'm Colin. And I am Ryan. So is this two? I just want to. I just want to be clear. Mm-hmm. Is this two hot takes in a row that revolve around uh, homophones or uh. people misunderstanding uh, words? <laughs> because the curtains are drawn, right? Is that what's happened here? Yes. The instruction was to draw the yeah. curtain. Last week he was dating Amelia Bedelia. That's right. And this week, <laughs> wait, what was my hot take last week? I think it was. It was the nymphomaniac yeah. oh, and pyromaniac. Oh, yes. yes, yes, yes. And this, this time he's hired her. So this might right. actually be a prequel. I mean, or, next or the maid is Drax, possibly. Possibly also Drax. Here's I the thing. Drawn the curtains. Here's the thing, though, about that. Okay, so one, you've need to buy some new furniture because it faded in one, <laughs> one day. day it's cheap that, shit yeah, buy that, new that furniture. furniture so that's one or just accept know. that this is your lot and you I, just have faded furniture no upgrade Ooh, you've yo. done you're doing well in life you are take upper care of yourself now, patrick. patrick i mean you have a staff now you can't cut back someone relies on you <laughs> so far i think the staff is just amelia it's just amelia and here's but I, what i will tell you about that lemon orang fry don't yeah. trust it what? It's going to be na- made of 3.14, et cetera. No, 
but it's gonna be screwed up. Don't trust it. But that's the whole hook of Amelia Bedelia that every book, uh, she saved her job by baking something delicious. Is that real? Yeah. I did. And they couldn't bring themselves to fire her every single oh. time. Okay, I, I didn't know that. that, that I was didn't a, know that there a, a was. Con- I didn't have that context of the reality out. of Amelia Bedelia. That's okay. like her. That's if, her angle. If the pie's gonna be good, I think I would say. And this is probably the truth always about Amelia. Show her. This is what I need you to have done. Show her what to do. And then dock her pay. (laughs) I mean, no, but maybe her next assignment is to sand and stain your furniture. But again, you need to demonstrate what both of those things are. Yeah, that. How do you explain that? Uh, otherwise, well, she, she's going to go to the beach, get a bucket, throw yeah. some sand mm-hmm. from the beach on your furniture. Right, maybe she's your cook. That's what I always said as a child. <laughs> like in class, okay, wait, I was so like, this why didn't they just hire her to bake? Okay, so this whole thing was redemption story from yes, college? Is, <laughs> All right, fair. Valid. I've used this for the same purpose. <laughs> <laughs> this is me getting back at Miss Phillips' first grade class for just not understanding. Not getting it. No, she should be the baker, and then you hire a real maid. Yeah, to be your maid. Totally. Or if you can't afford a live-in baker, which let's be honest, you know that's reasonable. Not a lot of people just have a live-in yes. baker. Um, I say you take some of that capital from doing so well. And you open her a bakery. Oh, you invest in her. Oh, there's you too many. In her. Her thing, there's too many other. You need to give her a partner. Yeah. Um, you hire because a manager. She, yeah, because she, there's too many things that are not specifically baking tasks <laughs> in running a small bakery. Right. That she will mess She's up. not going to apply for a small business license. And then the city of LA is no. going to like. Oh, no, no. This is the stuff you clown her out on yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind running a bakery. So wait, the, I don't want to get up that early. You have to get up so early. Well, no, you're working like nine to five if you're the business manager. Yeah, that's right. All right. Because all she has that. to do is show up early and start baking. Yeah. I would say maybe like a, a combination lock or something. <laughs> so she, has no, so so she, she can get doesn't in. have to lose a key. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but she can't get into the front house. She yeah. can only be in the back of the house. Yeah. Yeah. So you. <laughs> okay, you know what? Actually, let's put a cot in the back of the house. Oh, she's living at this. She's yeah. living there now? Yeah, that's fine. Then she can't get lost on the way home. I mean, I feel yeah. like that's going to complicate the permitting process. But we'll hide the cot. The cot when the, <laughs> the this is comes. not like you, Ryan. <laughs> it's all worth it to get my own bakery. Uh, yeah, I think you would also need someone to work the register too, unless you're going to yeah. do that. And you uh, need to make sure they have like a good attitude, so they're not like working at a bakery but like complaining about baked goods all day. Yeah. I mean and that that is a brutal combination. Yeah. Or and then someone says like last year you used to love baked goods and this year you're all bitter about baked goods. Yeah, and this time of year it's like the holidays so people are coming in for it. Look, there was just the big Thanksgiving rush. Yep. Cuz people never make their own pies. They want to buy a pie. I always buy my pie from Proof. It's an apple it's an apple pie from Proof Baker. It's a very good pie. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> I, I don't doubt it. So, like, this person has been upset since last Christmas. Yeah. Last Christmas was a different time. Um, we it's are... Time giving. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, what, I don't know <laughs> where you're going now. What the do you hearts. give them? What do you, yeah, you give them the heart. But then oh. the next day, on December 26th... Give it away. Fucker. How <sighs> dare he? So, there's a movie out called Last Christmas? Oh, yeah. I was referencing the trailer really hard. So... I see. 
and, and you played and along the, but didn't understand and what And the it was song cool. too. Yes, both things. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a movie coming out today uh, with Amelia Clark and Henry Golding, who was the lead in Crazy Rich Asians. He's mm-hmm. done other things too, but he's just a hunk of hunk of dude. Mm-hmm. And she plays a disaffected, potentially drunk all the time, uh, woman <laughs> who works at like a Christmas shop. Yeah. Oh, like a year round Christmas. A year round Christmas. It may be year round, but it's the movie is set at Christmas. Gotcha. Mm. Um. So it's a, but it's like a, yeah, it's a little Christmas shop, and she has to dress like an elf for her job. Oh. I think, unless I'm, yeah, no, I think that's this movie. I think that's right too. Yeah. I, I heard so an interview with her. She has to dress like an elf, yeah. and everyone's like, "You're grumpy. You're a grumpy elf." And she's like, "Whatever. I've I had a heart transplant last Christmas." Wait, what? Yeah. So she had a heart transplant last Christmas, and everyone's worried about her. Her boss is worried about her. Her mom, who's played by Emma Thompson in a weird Russian accent for why I don't know, is worried about her. Emma Thompson wrote the movie, so I do know why Emma Thompson is the movie. I don't know why she has a Russian accent. It does not necessary unless she always wanted to try it and then wrote it into the script. Yep. for that very I purpose. Guess, yep. But didn't she do like a weird accent in Nanny McPhee too? I don't need it, Emma. Right. Be we don't, you. Just we be love you. you. We love you. Okay, so Emma Thompson's worried. Boss is worried. Everyone's worried about her. But then she meets this charming guy who only talks to her oh. and doesn't physically interact with the world around him. Oh, or he's, prob- he's probably real. <laughs> I mean. Every time I meet someone, I assume they're real. Great point. Until I'm proven otherwise. <laughs> so wait, she recently had a heart transplant? Did a year it? ago. Last Christmas she last did. Last Christmas she Last she, Christmas she, she gave her heart, or got she got it. a heart. Oh, she got, got a heart. it. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't donate it. Right, but here's the, the perspective thing. of like who is the who is the like speaker in the song yeah. and versus who is the giver of the heart in the movie. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right. I get it out because you can't live without a heart. Is what I'm what I'm getting now. Okay, literally true. Literally true. Okay, you know what? So it's not a heart. And there's the reviews have come out on this movie, and now the movie is out today. So I guess a spoiler. But from the trailers, it was pretty clear that he would be her person who gave the heart and he right. was a ghost to, to show her the meaning of Christmas and oh. to live. But that was like so obvious I was kind of hoping there'd be a twist but I couldn't figure out what the twist would be. It's like Colin just told me the twist would be she's the ghost. Oh sure. Because she gave away her heart last year. I don't think that's it. Right so this is just her like Jacob's Ladder scenario as she's Jake, like yes. projecting herself into his life. Or I was thinking like Sixth Sense like remember when Bruce Willis goes to lunch with his wife yeah, but, totally. or dinner with his wife, but she, he's not there. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of the reverse of what you described. <laughs> no, no, I'm because saying- Because she doesn't talk to him. She, Bruce Willis's wife doesn't talk to him, and in this, they only talk to each other. Mm. Oh, they're no, both- No, guys. I'm saying that um, Emma Thompson is yeah. Bruce Willis's wife, and Emma- t- I'm sorry, no. Amelia yeah, Emma Clark. Thompson is Amelia Clark's <laughs> mom. <laughs> She's in the Bruce Willis's wife role, right? Okay, with Amelia Clark, who is Bruce Willis. Got it. But that's not at all true about what the actual movie is. I wish that was the movie, right? But the movie's not that. I just didn't know what I wanted until Colin said it, <laughs> and now I mean I already. <sighs> Guys, here's the thing. What? I think the movie looks kind of cute, anyway. Uh, sure. Though I'm not usually, you know me, I'm like a happy ending. There's no happy ending to this. Sure, Unless he dies and they both get to live. He's dead the whole time. Oh, they're He's both been guns. dead. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, I guess She's I'm doing alive. my version, so. Yeah. Here's the thing. We don't actually know. It could be that, like, he is alive inside of her because... <laughs> no, it yeah, could be. Yeah, yeah. It could be. Well, that did now... you guys see the other... Is this a Netflix movie? 
No, can you I, believe it? I cannot. It's a real movie <laughs> oh, with oh, Paul there's... Feig is directing it. Like it's honestly, whenever oh my God, I Mr. see Poole? it, Mr. Pool is gonna direct is directing it. I will probably if I don't see it in the theaters, which I probably won't because there's so many. I haven't even seen Parasite, and mm-hmm. everybody knows I want to see that. Yeah, but well documented, well documented. But when I see this movie, I will enjoy it. Sure, because there so far there hasn't been a Paul Feig movie that I was like that was a waste of my life. Mm-hmm. They're all pretty enjoyable. But yeah, you're saying there's also a Netflix movie that is this plot? There's a Netflix. This is like the Halloween version. It's a it's a series about a girl who lives on a um, Indian reservation. Okay. Uh, and in high school, she has like her heart replaced by like a rich white girl who dies. Oh yes! Uh, scary fucking shit starts happening. Um, I. Very much enjoyed the first couple okay. episodes and then forgot I was watching it. So okay. I wonder I, how it ends. Yeah, I might dive into that. <laughs> you I, gotta get back to that. Yeah. What's, the, what's the name of that so show? Different. Can't remember. Okay, great. Yeah, I mean. Super different. Yes, but I was also, thinking maybe Netflix has like a heart yes, transplant thing. They could, but this is not Netflix. Sure, is it part of their like heart transplant initiative of filmmaking? Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. say it's called like Pulse. Pulse? Does that sound familiar? I thought it was called like Heartline or Heart, heart Pulse. Heartbeats. Heartbeats. Beating that heart. Um, but no, I remember Ugh. what you're talking about. Um, yeah, because it is the plot of Ghost of Mrs. Muir, which is one of my faves. Oh, right. yeah, you told but us But again, she has to live her whole freaking life until she can be with the ghost. She has to live and then die. She right, gets to which live. is sad. Yeah. He could have killed her. The ghost could have killed her? No, yeah, not, he could have killed her and been not, like, look, we're together right now. Not all ghosts <laughs> have the abilities of, like, the 13 ghosts ghosts. No, but who they are. Well, all right, here's Well-documented ability to kill people. Yes, but, but you know what else is well-documented? Colin hates Christmas. He's not interested <laughs> in thinking about this in a Christmas lens. He would rather think about this in a Halloween lens, <laughs> which, honestly, we're closer to Halloween. So Fair, it. but it's over. But it's, it's like over, pr- it's Price is Right rules. We have gone over, so it is uh, Halloween is no longer valid. But I've been a dollar, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's Christmas. No, you bet on Halloween. We I are did. now 10, over that. Ten thirty-one. <sighs> um, but the lens that we are viewing the movie through for the purposes of this show mm-hmm. are that it is a movie based on a song. Yes, specifically, we are saying a bad song. I think we all we do we. We agree. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really care for Last Christmas. It's a bit of an earworm and kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. Who sings it? Uh, Wham. Wham. But it's oh. George Michael's voice from most yeah, of it. Yeah, it is George Michael. Okay, cool. Um, Terrible. And apparently in this Paul Feig movie, there's a new George Michael song. What? Ooh, so going through the, the vaults of the dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't And being love like, what, what did you not want to put out when you were yeah. alive? Right, I was right underneath the la- the lost Nirvana cassette tape. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, <laughs> smash it. <laughs> and uh, honestly, too many Prince albums in the last, like, two yeah. years. <laughs> like, it's but, been upsetting. Yeah. But I, I believe, I don't know, Prince seems more mocky, like, is anything an accident? Uh, oh. I, I mean, it, what, I mean no, I'm not saying his time. death. I'm saying, like, that, Right. Yeah, he's <laughs> like I feel like he probably knew. I feel like he, he probably he knew, knew that it was going to come yeah, out. Yeah, like versus George Michael, I don't think was. I don't know anybody's business. You think Prince? I because I can imagine Prince just recording all the time for years yes. and years and years, and then 
maybe having a pile of stuff that, like, okay, this is good enough to release after I'm dead, but please do not release yes. this shit after I'm dead. That's well, the, what I'm thinking. The thing that's so weird is, like, the stuff that's come out has been a lot of, like, there was um, the CD that's just, like, him and a piano yeah. um, doing, like, a, a lot of previously released songs. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's one of, like, him performing songs that he wrote for other bands and other artists. Mm-hmm. And, like, all that stuff is really demo-y. So, like, I can see where someone was like, oh, this is easy to market. Sure. Um, but, like, why would, like, Prince wouldn't want that yeah. out there. I mean, he wouldn't want that out there? I don't think so. I don't he think would want he wouldn't those, want to really, he wouldn't want it to be a commercial product. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah. He was not really into being a commercial product. No. So, Last Christmas, though, we're counting as a bad song. <laughs> yeah. And Prince didn't yeah. do bad songs. <laughs> sort of. I mean, um, <laughs> Let's just let's just roll through he it. A, he did a lot of songs. He did a lot of songs, and it's you know They're there's, not there's all good Raspberry ones. Beret. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> um, so we're doing uh, bad song ships. Yes. Um, bad song, good ships. That was my pitch. I like because I like saying it. Bad song, good ship. Yeah. Bad song, good ship. It's got a nice like rhythm to it, yeah. and like a little opposite thing built in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan, do you have a good song, bad ship? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's just just that ignore that so song. Cool. Good chip. That would be so mean of you to just be like, "Hey, so you had this hey, idea? We're flipping it. What if you did the opposite? Do you have one of those? Um, do you want to fail? Um, a bad song, good ship. Yes, I had a few in the mix, but the one I went for kind of has multiple layers. One is that it's a bad song that I've always loved because it is aggressively bad. Yeah. And also like was immediately dated and was inappropriate for its target audience. And it was almost like irredeemably bad, but also like kitschy, but it wasn't made to be kitschy. Um, and I it cannot is- wait to hear what this song is. All right. Then I'm going to keep going. No! <laughs> so, and then, and so like, I always loved it. And I would like say to people, do you remember this song? People were like, no, what? And then we listen to it and be like, oh my God, that's insane that we listened to that when we were 13 <laughs> or whatever. And then, um, one of my current favorite shows that is actually having its final season that I really love used it in an episode in the perfect way that transformed a song that was so bad that I liked it for its badness and all the mm-hmm. things wrong with it mm-hmm. into something that actually makes me smile and feel, have good feelings. And that is the song Digital Get Down by NSYNC. Are you guys familiar? I should I have had the lyrics. I, I don't think I am. I don't think okay. I am what, what show uh, it used was it? was on Good Place okay. during the quote-unquote wedding reception of Janet and um, my brain just. Uh, Jason. Yes, yeah. thank you. Sorry. Um, so Digital Get Down was on, I can't remember which album, but it was a an NSYNC song. So a mm. song certainly aimed at tweens the in-sync audience yeah um because this is this is before they grew up the digital the, at this point jt still frosted he frosted and i think curled Ooh, like boy. this is these are baby boys proto proto jt yes. sure. so th- this is uh prime in sync this is prime yes. trl Yes, this oh, okay. is on the No Strings Attached album. There we go. Where oh, they yeah. were like, like that was the this is the height, right? Album. Um, so it's the kind of the refrain or like the the backbeat of it. So yeah. like that gets said in the background while they're singing stuff is "Baby, baby, get nasty, nasty, and we can get freaky deaky." Yeah. Um, uh, if you guys have not guessed yet, "Digital Get Down" is about cyber sex. Fuck yeah, yeah, and um. and explains it 
very clearly. Um, so you can get to, okay. Every time I'm sitting home alone, girl, I can't wait to get you on the phone, girl. So pick it up, babe. I can see everything you do. Bouncing me from satellite to satellite. I love the things you do for me so late tonight. So turn me on, yeah. It's like I'm right there next to you, yeah. Wait, is that about cyber sex or about cam girls? And phone? You have to answer the phone? You can't even have it. <laughs> what if you don't have a dedicated right, line? Okay, hold on, hold this on, is on, like 1998. Like, right, <laughs> well, yeah, because you had to dial in. Pick up in. the phone and be like, hey, hang up the phone. I'm going to to No, maybe that's what you used to have to do. I don't know. I was a child when this came out. I was not doing cyber sex. Okay, so then there's also a part that says, I lose my mind just when you're speaking. I see you on the screen. I get to freaking. Got to get to freaking. This is webcam shit. This, you don't think this is a friend? He's saying he wants love and affection, baby. Yeah, if you're in the mood like shit. and on the phone. Here's what you do: leave a message. What? <laughs> it does say leave a message. Here's the thing: I don't think whoever here's... wrote this had any idea what was happening. <laughs> I think I could have written this then, which again I knew nothing about on any of this. So, like, this song goes: digital, digital, get down, just you and me. It's very dumb. Yeah. It's, I mean, the song's dumb. Right. It's about cyber sex. It's aimed at children. <laughs> I've always thought it was like, oh, it doesn't make sense in the album. Like, I'm sure the men, because they weren't really children then. Mm-hmm. Like, the men in NSYNC probably knew what they were singing about. But, like, the choice to put that on an album when you know your fan base is, like, weird. They weren't sure. Prince. They yeah, weren't but even I mean, Justin Timberlake in Justified Era. Right. Like, but, literally. But the, like, tweens listening to it are horny for it no matter what. So like I yeah, think there has to be Yeah, but put a song that says I love you. You're you're cute at homecoming. Yeah, but there's got to be something too dirty on there. Well, this is it. Digital <laughs> get down. Um and I feel like there's a part that goes digital digital get down. And then it goes what I want to do right now. Ooh. That's the best part. <laughs> nice, um, nice, nice, but nice, nice. that was it was used and just in the background. So it was it was very much an easter egg for all the tweens. Yeah. From back then. Who watching? And maybe if you're like a deep cut, you're talking good about the good place, place right now. Yeah, yeah, if you're watching the good place and you were like a deep cut, good place person, you would like research every song. If you were just me watching it, yeah. it was a freaking delight. Because also, because she's not a girl, she's a Janet. That's true. So she is. That, every time you get that down is with a hyper relevant plot right? point. <laughs> so yeah, and Jason would like that song. Ironically, yeah. So it was like a, it, I felt like the song defined the place where they overlap in their Venn diagram. And since then, their relationship has deep because, like, that wedding was like a weird, yeah, thing. But like, since then, their relationship has deepened, and mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. And I'm going to be sad when that show's gone. So that is my bad song, good ship. Bad song, good ship, Mogi. Bad Thank song, you. good ship. Love it. Uh, do you got one, Patrick? Yeah, I mean, kind of. I, I I'm taking two bad songs uh, that I've got strong anti ships in, okay, and then breaking them apart so that we can get to something that. I actually want to ship together. I love right. this. I'm excited um, about it. And I'm starting with a genre that felt very comfortable to me as a teenager and that I feel betrayed by when I look back on it. I'm referring, of course, to pop punk. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody loved pop punk. Everybody loved pop punk, but I loved pop punk. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Who uh, loved pop punk the most? Uh, well, Patrick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me? Patrick. I don't know. Here, here are the two songs. Here's here's the first song, SR71's "Right Now." 
Are you familiar with this song? Uh, no. Did I have that album and have a bumper sticker of it that I put on my mom's car? So my mom drove around her Chevy Venture minivan with SR71 on the back of it. Wow. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But you tell me more about Pop Punk. Okay. <laughs> no, but yes. I, I also had this album. <laughs> no, but yes. Also tell the lyrics. Or okay. So I think it is useful to those who don't even know okay so the the lyrics i've got them all pulled up here uh they go it goes she clings to me like cellophane fake plastic submarine slowly driving me insane but now that's over so what if the sex was great just a temporary escape another thing i grew to hate but now that's over why do you always kick me when i'm high knock me down till we see eye to eye figured her out uh figured her out well she may not be miss right she'll do right now so this is a dude who is uh, does not like his girlfriend and yeah. has decided yeah. that like, well, whatever I'll, I'll, I guess I'll fuck her until like, I'm not fucking her anymore. It's a pretty cool. Sad boy move. It's a real, it's a real like dirt bags. Sad it boy is move. A dirt bag move, but we don't know what she's getting out of this either. Okay. She, yeah. I mean, it, it's possible that she, it's not nice that he's talking about her like this. He talks about her real bad. Second, second verse, uh, <laughs> in, includes the, the lyrics, uh, she taught me how to trust and to believe in us, and then she taught me how to cuss that bitch. It's over. I used to love like that was so funny. I used to think it was funny too. Uh, <laughs> it was wrong, but I really thought when he said that it was funny. Do you remember what the next lyric is after the that, that bitch uh, taught me how to cuss that bitch? It's over. I used to be such, such a, a nice boy. boy. Oh my oh, god, wow. I hate this guy. Yeah. I used to like him. I wow. hate him. Yeah, he's the worst. I'm sorry, my mom's car. <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh that uh w- w- end that relationship that that woman gets free of that yes good uh, for her. the next song the next song that has a bad ship in it and is a pop punk song that i uh, feel betrayed by uh, is american hi-fi's flavor of the week yeah yeah this one i am familiar with yes so this is another dude so this one is like from a slightly different perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a dude on the outside looking at a relationship where he's like, hey, your boyfriend doesn't pay attention to you. Yep. All he does is like uh, play Nintendo yes. and get high. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so like he kind of implies that like maybe you should be with me instead of yeah. with this guy. Yep. I don't think the girl should be with uh, either of these guys. Yes. Um, because this other guy is just like needling the one dude like. He's he's too stoned Nintendo. The fuck is wrong with you? Let the guy have some fun. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> he's too stoned Nintendo. <laughs> That's literally the lyric. Know, he's too just, stoned you Nintendo. Me. <laughs> uh, Nintendo's a three syllable word. I get that it's hard to work into a song. <laughs> but so I want I want all of those relationships to crumble and them for these two women to find each other and oh. be and like realize that they don't need to have these like disinterested like disaffected uh late 90s pop punk dudes mm. fucking Ooh. up their life okay can i add a third to their love affairs <laughs> Please. okay it is the girl from oh wait hold on this happened to me before i forgot the name of the song it's the blink 182 song where it's uh shit yeah which which one when you uh uh, Girl at the Rock Show? No, it's not that one, but I keep wanting to say that. But it's, it's like, a party song. The parties. Is that what's oh, called? The yeah, party and then song. you see her standing there, there with green yes. eyes and long blonde hair. She yeah. needs a fucking different dude. This guy sucks. Well, she's not even his dude. He's not her dude. He's just a creep. He's a creep. They and just, he's they just meet her. at a party and he's. So I want this yeah. green eyed girl to meet these other two girls and <laughs> right. the three of them to just have wild. Like, let's go to Vegas. They should and go to Vegas. You know yeah. what they should do? They should start a pop punk band. Oh my oh. gosh. They should start their own. They should start Blink 183. <laughs> That's already a band. <laughs> 
Quick okay. 184! <laughs> 185! Sold! Uh, um, closest yeah. without going over. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I want the, th- the... Oh, that's so right. They should just be a band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. perfect. And they can open for the Donnas. Because yes. I haven't gone back to that, but please don't tell me the Donnas. I should hate too. I would be so sad. I will revisit probably after this just to check, but that's I, so funny. I don't want to lose them. <laughs> Uh, Colin, do you have a uh, bad song, Good Ship? Yes. So the bad song is one of my favorite pop songs ever written. Whoa. But I mean, Whoa. objectively, it's like, it's it's such a pop song. Okay. It's so fluffy and floofy and dopey. Okay. Like, you can't say it's got any substance. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, of course, is Steal My Sunshine by Len. Uh, I listen to that song probably okay. at least three days a year and i mean like days like i will go <laughs> the entire day with listening to nothing but that song over and over again wow uh, you should tell people when those days are I'm, like if i talk to you'll you on one see of those me days. on the street <laughs> i'll have my headphones in just kind of like walking just funny. A, a spring in your step yeah yeah exactly that's a, that's wow. a steal my sunshine day okay um, i don't know that i know the plot of that song beyond like i know this i know the chorus yeah. i could sing along to it mm-hmm. and i know some of the verses i guess yeah but i yeah. don't really know that i've ever put the through line of it together um so i was reading through the lyrics a couple of weeks ago just as a refresher mm-hmm. and i don't think i understand it either. okay uh i know it's very it's very positive uh it's it's about sort of being down on yourself Mm -hmm. and then the way i interpret it is like like the world can be this or thatness but don't let yourself like steal your sunshine you can interpret it as like it's external forces trying to steal your sunshine but the way i always read into the lyrics is like hey me don't steal my sunshine it's a beautiful day here in Venice Beach, California. Yeah. Um, and you know, they're uh they're Scandinavian or Canadian or something, yeah. the siblings <laughs> from Len. So I always i my favorite part about that song has always been the music video, because it's just them getting yeah. on a plane and going to Venice and playing with big uh pugil sticks and like yeah. riding jet skis and scooters and stuff. Uh super fun. So the the is the ship in it just like the singer with himself? No, well, so the obvious is this a self partnering situation. The obvious ship would be the brother sister duo from Len, but I didn't want to do that to you guys. Because, um, like, you know, whatever, I'll take a break. Yeah, and Kelly's not here. <laughs> yeah, they've got no one to back, to back me up. I got your back. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> um, but I'm thinking, okay, the sun goes down on the music video shoot, and they're like, oh man, I love Venice Beach so much. Let's not get back on the plane just yet. We'll get a flight tomorrow. Let's walk around and hang out and sing our dope-ass song. Okay. So they're walking around Venice at night, and it happens to be Christmas Eve. And you know who's hanging out on Christmas Eve in Venice Beach? Jacob Marley. Uh, who's that? From uh, Christmas Carol? Oh, the ghost no. of, of Jacob no. Marley? Nope, not him. <laughs> okay. Um, Scrooge's partner? Oh, that guy. No, he's dead. Uh, well, he's the first ghost. I don't know. Uh, who's in Venice Beach? Is this from Mixed Nuts? It's from Mixed Nuts! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! I love Mixed Nuts. It's good! So, wow, 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 wow. And wow. I don't know who to ship with them. You know, like you could say, okay, um, Stephen Wright's character, the man mm-hmm. in the phone booth, instead of killing himself, he hears the, uh, 
yeah, he hears the music and he's like, oh, I'm not going to let them steal my sunshine. I have been and goes, stealing my own sunshine. Yes, thank you. Oh, that was very nice. I, I felt bad about it like halfway through. I was like, no. Um, no, I mean, you took a try. I did. I did take and a try. Yeah, I I think you should stand by it, man. Yeah, I mean, don't take it on right, the road. I'll, I'll go back in time and uh, take it back and say that I, I meant to do it. I had been working on it, and I'm very proud of it. No, okay, now it's worse. Okay. So, probably not Stephen Wright, but maybe. But, uh, you know, why not? Um, or you could say Steve Martin, um, you know, really anyone. Juliet Lewis, like, they all yeah. need a little sunshine. And that got me thinking, they all need a little sunshine. Uh-oh. So with the crescendo of the film, when they're all at the helpline yeah. office, and you know it's all going crazy, yes. and Steve Martin's try like going to kill himself, and it's all going haywire. Um, I think he's standing up on the ledge yeah. at the end. He's like calling down to all of them. All of a sudden, you just hear, "I was lying in the grass on Sunday morning of last week." indulging in my self-defeat. And they all kind of turn, and they listen, and it touches their hearts. And the Steal My Sunshine spirit touches them, and they just all like walk down the Bendis boardwalk together, singing in unison. All with a new lease on life. Exactly. I really like that. That is sweet. I think of that as a Christmas song because of Go. Oh, which wow. is one of my favorite Christmas movies. That is a dope ass Christmas movie. And the soundtrack is fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It's so it was funny cuz I was already in the I mean I guess we were always been in the we've been in the Christmas spirit cuz Halloween is over. That's right. <laughs> we have gone over and now, look, there's no way to like celebrate Thanksgiving. It's some it's something we should like celebrate. Eat food? No. No. It, that's an event. It happens once. Yeah. There's no like there's no culture around Thanksgiving. No. Sure, we'll talk about Adam's family values at some point some in the point. next few weeks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's how we celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah. A conversation great... about family values. <laughs> True. Be they Adams or otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Patrick, do we have any questions from Twitter? Uh, yes, we do. Um, if you would like to have any of your questions read and answered on this show, you can tweet at us uh, at Shippledips. That's Shipple like nipple and dips like nips. Um, we got a question here from Football Zombie at Football Zombie. Uh, he writes, um, at Shippledips, no, this is kind of a serious one. So, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember reading right. this earlier in the week, actually. <laughs> what do you do when your SO of eight months is showing signs of clinginess? slash desperation knowing that you will be out of town for two month periods at a time for your new job do you break up before you leave or just let it happen naturally I mean I'd say there's a third option what's the third option (laughs) don't break up (laughs) stay together while it's bad well while it's bad they're I don't know hold on yeah wait they're showing signs of clinginess or desperation, okay. knowing that. I'm not that- saying this is happening to football zombie. Okay, but let's say it is happening to a person named football. <laughs> uh, okay, all, all right. So I'm asking I- for a friend. Let's call him Blitball Glomby. <laughs> let's let's call him Baseball Ghoul. If this is happening to you, and you are saying that my two choices are break up now, yeah. or let myself, or let it fall apart naturally. Sticking in is sticking with it is not on your plate. You sure, are done. he's done. You're saying he's revealed more about his intentions in in, in the asking of the question. She's getting clingy and desperate about me being gone. Those yeah. are the feelings you're having. Mm-hmm. You are done, and I know it's hard. So there is right. a part like I get. I think that the like 
stand up thing to do would be to like face to face, but you can let things fade away. But I don't think it's like that's nicer. not fun for you. And and then like you also get yourself in a situation where like you might cheat. Mm-hmm. Oh like, my god. Like you're traveling for work uh, two if, months at a time. If you're traveling yeah. for work two months at a time and you know that you're not into the relationship anymore yeah. and you're just waiting for it to like end on its own, and like it, yeah. you are probably going to cheat on this person. And mm-hmm. after eight months, do things really end on their own after eight months? Like it's not like you just like you yeah. don't text for a few days, then right. you don't text for a week, yeah. and then you don't text for a month and you're broken up. Like that's not I, I think what soccer ghost is like kind of <laughs> implying is that the sort of like inevitability of a long distance relationship like not working out yes. or what have you or like you were saying like it seems like they're pretty checked out at this point yeah i mean or at least he's pretty checked out yeah because if you because the because the third option hopefully like you were saying don't break up mm-hmm. would also involve like strategies to because it's work yeah it's you gotta more trips you gotta yeah. skype you gotta do stuff you got to build your life so that that's like a priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you but gotta you gotta want it to work. Yes, mm-hmm. but I guess I guess you are right. If he's po- if the question is, do you break up now or later? And you're already <laughs> feeling. Here's the thing: if you've been with someone right over six months, I mean, I don't know if I believe someone would say it. Um, if you've been with someone over six months and you feel like they are being desperate and clingy to you, it's you're not in a good place together. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like you're it's you're feeling each other out. Like they should be pretty secure with you at that point. If this, you've been together that long, they yeah. should like trust well, in the thing that you have. And, and at at the very least you shouldn't if you are characterizing it in your head as desperate and clingy, mm-hmm. then that reveals uh, like how you feel about that, yes, right? An because emotional distance. there there yeah. there is a way for people to be that like reliant on each other after sure. six months or eight months or whatever, yeah, yeah. that you don't view it as uh, clingy or yeah. like unhealthy in, in any way. At the very least, you're not appreciating how they express their fondness for you. Yes. Because yeah. I wouldn't say they're desperate and clingy necessarily as maybe they like you and want to yes. be with you. And this is like threatening that. But if your love languages are so incompatible that the way they express it is like, oh my God, get the F off. Yeah. Like that's and if you're in a place where you guys are not finding your groove, mm-hmm. I think the time where you're taking two months away at a time is probably the best time to break up. It's only going to get yeah. messier. Yeah, agree. Yeah. You can get back together if your job changes and you both are in a different place. Like you can get totally. back together almost any time in your life. Yes, but I'm saying I think it's going to get messier if you drag it out, like you said. Yeah, yeah totally. Cheating yeah. becomes a bigger thing, or just like bad boyfriending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I am gendering it, but I'll just keep gendering it. But like bad boyfriending is. I bad mean, way. we have to assume that you're gonna be rugby guys is, is, a, is a man. All the time. Yeah, you you are going to be too stone oh, Nintendo. You're going to stone Nintendo. Nintendo all the time instead of instead of digital get down. Yeah, and it's going to get in the way should, of her music you career. Be digital get downing. He should be. Think he should be asking us what are all my digital get down options? Yep. Give me fresh ideas yep. so it doesn't get stale in the digital yep. get yep. down yep. part. Because there are so many uh, versus like in 1997, 1998, your options are so much <laughs> it more used now. Just be phone. Yeah, it used to just be phone <laughs> or ICQ chat rooms, and now you can just get your ass on Skype. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So I think if you're, if you're, if you have a binary and yep. one of them is break up. You have to really think about breaking up because you've already oh, once that door's open. Yeah, because it's not like he said, 
yeah, should I quit my job? Or- right. Or how do I make it work? Yes. It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. can it's, I? This will not work. This is going to work. I'm done. I'm pretty, I'm done. I'm yeah. defeated. Yeah. So or break, he, break up with her. Break say. up with her. And it's going to be, it's going to suck. Or him. It's going to suck. Or, it's going to suck. But it Don't all- steal their sunshine, though. And the longer you're okay, together. Here's, the, here's what you do. You break up with them, yeah. But then you lock the door behind you and you turn on Len, steal my sunshine, play it for about twelve hours, and then let them out. Are you saying like uh, false think, imprisonment, kidnapping? And I think Colin laid it out that it needs to happen for a solid day, <laughs> not just That's twelve hours. I like I'm not saying force this on anyone. <laughs> Colin saying lock a- your so. <laughs> never done that. <laughs> hey guys, two, two relationships. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 